Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and today I am very excited to bring Anita Beyer on. Anita is longtime insurance person. She is a uh, founder of the Human Equation, which in, in, in this case is also one of the software pieces of that is Quicker. And we'll talk about that later. And president of Setner Buyer Insurance and Risk. She's been around for a while. She knows her stuff. She is very much uh, someone you would say that is opinionated. And I think you're all going to like her opinions. So, Anita, thanks for being on with us. Thank you for describing me as opinionated. My two sisters describe me exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, and I, I think of myself that way too. I, I mean that as a compliment. Don't take that the wrong way because no, 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 I. I'm, I'm, fine with it. When I was younger, I thought, I thought that was an insult. And, um, as an older adult, I considered a compliment. No, I, and I, and I think that for shows like this, having an opinion, and in your case, having a very educated, experienced opinion is, is what people need. Uh, so, so I will say this, everybody out there listening, if you're not following me on LinkedIn or connecting with me on LinkedIn, please do so. Uh, I will be every Thursday. We have these episodes. I drop them. Um, love for you to not only see them when they come out, but share with your universe. We are having an incredible response to this podcast, and we want to just keep that going. So if you can show some love and connect with me and then share out that on LinkedIn. Also, don't forget to subscribe wherever you catch your podcasts, the VIP Vertifor Insurance Podcast. So now, did the housekeeping. Now let's get back to Anita. So, Anita is a Floridian. She is uh, someone who's done some incredibly cool things, has been one of our, one, she's, the, she's family, she's insurance. Uh, but I, I want her to kind of tell us a brief, brief version of her story, how we ended up here. So Anita, tell us kind of how we got here. How we got to uh, quicker or? Just how, how got we got to this, how do we get on the phone together? Like 20 plus years in the business, kind of tell us your story. Oh, the story of Setner Buyer. Um, sure. You know what every good English major does is they graduate college, they get married, their mother and father says to them, "You're married, you're on your own." The uh, individual who's going to be a world-renowned writer uh, realizes she needs to make some money, so she goes into the insurance business because her father was a life insurance guy, and he said, "Why don't you try some PNC?" I've heard that story a million times. We fall into it. We fall into it. Yep. But whatever reason I fell in love with it until this day I can tell you I love insurance I love what it does for society I like it's uh, it's challenging we love meeting with the consumer we um, here we do a lot of commercial it is very very unique experience to be able to listen to one unique business model after another so similar to I guess accountants we're exposed to a lot of different businesses and with my brain i like the challenges of constant learning and my clients help me to be continuously learning and improving and then on top of that then you've also now for the last 20 years uh ran or been the founder and president of the human equation tell us what that's all about so i was younger and uh, being a young female in commercial sales had its challenges we could talk about that 
And I, w I was in the business with my uh, younger sister. She's only two years younger. She's since left. I bought her out. But we would look at each other and we'd say, oh, my goodness, insurance is over a thousand years old. <laughs> and we got to have a value add. And this predates the value add conversation because when we first entered the business, it was all about, you know, the golfing relationship and meeting people at the country club or the yacht club. It was heavy relationship business. Marginally, mid-market commercial was dominated and owned by men. So we needed to find a way to attract attention. So we decided to create a value add where we provide risk management technology solutions. This predates all of the solutions that exist today. And um, we created an e-learning platform. So we started to build content on how to operate a business to reduce the trigger to loss, whether it was operational, strategic, employment practices. Typically, it was around what we call the property and casualty asset class. Mm -hmm. Once we launched that platform, we kind of stayed in the software business and anywhere we saw a challenge, on our workflow or processes with clients. We played with software for them. And ultimately, one day I needed a software for my own firm. I built it to help me with workflow. And that's the product that we, you know, known as Quicker that you know about. So yeah, and, we, and I definitely want to talk about Quicker as part of part of this conversation. But you know what, you know what's interesting is I listen to you talk about it. It's it's the people in the industry that I love the most are the ones similar to you, Anita, that are out there. And not just sort of going along, not just, okay, we're writing more policies or we're, you know, we're, we're making sure to try to keep our retention tension up. We're, you're out there thinking about ways to make the industry better. And you've been doing that for a very long time. And that is pretty awesome. So I, I'm a fan. I think that is some cool, some cool thinking is, is what that means to me. You know, I mean, like you said, you were going to be, you were going to be a writer and then you found this insurance thing. But then you sort of kept doing strategic, helpful, uh, move, moving people forward kind of stuff, which is kind of why I love the people in this industry that do that, right? I mean, it's such a, it's such a great industry. You mentioned it. It's been around forever. But really what it is, is an, an extremely powerful and important industry that have really, really good people in it that keep moving it forward. So thank you for all of your work. Thank you for the things that you do. And I want to, I want to change gears just quickly and, and sort of address your journey and your sort of opinions and thoughts on women in not only in insurance, but in, in technology and sales and kind of your take on being a woman, being a successful businesswoman, a successful insurance woman, um, tell me your thoughts on the progression, where we are, where we're going, uh, of, of women in tech, sales, insurance, any, any of those kind of topics. Okay. Well, women in sales, I think this is um, old news that they actually do very well in sales. Oh, when yeah. I originally started in the business, I was told that women did not do well with business insurance, but I was like a budding feminist. This is, um, this post-dates feminism. But I went, you know, you don't say to Anita Buyer, you can't, you won't succeed. That's ultimately, <laughs> well, you want to watch me. And I, I do don't know you well, but I know that's a fact already. Yeah, yeah. so I love it. So if people say, what makes you, you know, what makes you tick? Say I can't, and that will be a ticking bomb with me. Mm -hmm. I am yep. going to show you. But, you know, that's an achievement thing that comes from the family and the way they pushed us. And I always say that my greatest gift was my parents, you know, how they brought me up, just even maybe their bloodline, not that we're noble, <laughs> nobility or anything, but um, nobility, excuse me. 
Um, I thank my family around me for everything I am. We are a competitive group of people. I never thought I was competitive. I will tell you though, if you get a competitive female, nonetheless, especially commercial insurance, very often she has to go about it in a different way than men. Not better, not worse. Oh, yeah. Just, just different. different. Yeah, I agree. And, um, it was a challenge for me for a lot of years. As I've aged, it's less challenging. But you still have the issue of, all in all, even with a younger generation, guys like to hang with guys under certain circumstance, and women like to hang with women. But given that a lot of mid-market companies are controlled by men, even though women are moving up in them, they're still largely controlled by men, trying to find these leads and uh, massage them and get these folks to uh, you know pay attention to your story it takes a lot of creativity and i think that's you know that background in writing which had that that was the creative streak i'm not a creative yeah. genius but i do have a little creative streak which is what built the human equation um you know we have a proprietary prospecting um, approach to insurance that's spot on that i've taught actually at some of the colleges and it's all coming from my feet and my experience as a female, and I, but I will also say one other thing I think is important. Females are naturally encouraged to be empathetic. Right or wrong, that's how parents, you know, the, the, the young female with a little doll, I know they're trying to change that, but we were encouraged to be empathetic. So reading the customer was a lot easier, hearing yeah, a lot less stress. So while men maybe had an advantage because they did, you know, golf with the guys, and my father said to me, and this is a cute story, Anita, don't even think of golfing with the guys. We don't play with people who shoot from the red tees. <laughs> Find another way to meet your client. Not oh, always my. true. Not always true. But if I'm going to play golf, I, I got to whoop their butts, right? Yes, yes. I'm not good enough. So golf was out of the question. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. A few times I called my clients. This is a cute story. I went out with a client for lunch. After it was over, I drove him. Got out of the car. He leaned over. He goes, why did I feel this was a date? And I went, oh God, <laughs> this was this was very recent, <laughs> recently. So there are differences with women and men. I could go yes. into one story after another, but a competent female like a competent man is gonna find their way to success. But women in sales are doing very well and they're very trusted, by the way. Well, and let me let me throw in a little a fact that actually we just did a, an, another podcast and somebody threw this fact that I think the... the um, I'm going to butcher these numbers, but I'm close enough that the average, currently the average agency owner, predominantly male, uh, is in late 50s. I want to say 58 or 59 is the average age. And that only 4% of people coming out of college are taking a look at the insurance industry as, as a landing place. Uh, I, I say that only in that, that those are generic non, you know, male, female numbers. That's just general numbers but man it feels like an opportunity for females right now to 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 step in and and not only you know make a name for themselves but change that change even more of that narrative that you're talking about in the male female equation in insurance and and i think it's like we're at a point we're at that i think it's called the silver tsunami where our industry is getting so much older if i'm a young female that has, you know, you know, that has that Anita buyer in them, that confidence and that swagger. I mean, man, I could, I could go, I could go do really, really well in insurance. Would you agree with that? Um, that is my message to all of our recent college grads that we interview. But candidly speaking, 
I am not getting a lot of traction on that. Yeah. My females that I speak to, I went to FSU, a career event, beautiful, brilliant women. There must've been 50 of them. I felt like I was in a you know, beauty pageant. I was the judge, not the beauty, but <laughs> I might've been the beast. However, <laughs> I interviewed 15, 20 of them. Many of them went to work marketing, advertising, and yeah. I think the name of the company where they do suits for men and women, they come mm -hmm. out and do custom suits. That was a really big one. I feel like it was wow. Tom Jones or something, whatever. And um, I said to the women, I need to know, I call them after the interview where they went to work for somewhere else. Tell mm -hmm. me basically what I did wrong, what I could have done right. They said, oh no, it, it's definitely interesting. But one of the women seriously said, I plan on meeting my husband in my Oh company. no, oh yeah. no. So it's a funny thing to say. It's not always true, but uh, we are having trouble attracting females. I think this is a scary proposition for them, commercial sales. Yeah. Sales is scary. Remember, sales is different than marketing. Marketing, you play nice, you show up, you're pleasant, you buy donuts, you buy candy. That's a marketer. Sales, you've got to be able to deliver a message, yeah. keep an eye on the ball. What's the ball? I want your account. And when they push back, you have to strategically just not lie over, roll over and play dad. You have right. to find a way to express. A lot of women are very uncomfortable, uncomfortable with forcefulness. And well, I think, I think then it's on us. I think it's on us as an industry to continue to send that message as Anita is doing, uh, not only to the younger generation, but in, in particular in this conversation to the female younger generation that, that I, I hear you and I know what you're saying is, is fact, right? But we've got to, we've got to keep trying because this, there, this is a real problem in this industry, uh, generally a problem, but I, Man, I look at, like, I've got a senior in high school, and she is confident and brilliant. And, of course, I'm biased because she's my daughter. But, but I see people like that coming in and, and needing people like whoever's listening out there or Anita or myself or Dylan here on the show to, to guide them down that path. Marketing is great. That's it. Maybe it's got a little more, you know sex appeal or whatever the, the romance of being out in the marketing world. But at the end of the day, insurance is an incredibly viable choice. And so I think we all need to be out there doing what Anita is doing, having those conversations, finding out what the triggers are, and working toward getting this younger generation on board. Uh, Anita, I appreciate everything that you do. I know you're out talking to college kids and doing great stuff. That is, that's important. And I think, I think that it's important for everyone, but, but people like you it, that, are, you know, the females that can give that guidance, it's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool stuff. I would love to, you know, send them all my way. I will mentor any, I mean, I'd be a great mentor for a female. And I do believe they get mentored differently than men, by the way. So I, I think having a female sales manager is going to be very helpful. And all it requires is somebody with real ambition, with a desire to earn significant amount of money and um you know the new graduates millennials and zers um money is not their primary objective right so most of them so we gotta find if we could find that diamond in the rough that female who's ambitious who's not afraid of rejection who knows how to be appropriately forceful who seriously wants to make a living there is no better industry i agree i totally them. agree i totally them. agree and i think i think that that you, you hit on something that's interesting. You mentioned the money and it is not the driving force. But when I talk to millennials, when I talk to Gen Zs, 
for me, it, it's freedom and stability. They want to, they, 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 one, let me, let me back up. They want to feel like they're doing something that matters, yes. which insurance checks that box for yes. sure. And then they want freedom. So what, to me, what freedom comes from is financial stability. Right. So if I am, if I know that I'm in a business that's solid, you know, we've gone, this has been a 2020 has been an incredibly tough year. Our industry is, is held up, you know, way, way better than most industries. Think about that. Think about the freedom that that creates that you're not back out hunting for jobs again. That, so I, any, anyway, I don't, I'm, I'm on a soapbox. I want to yeah, get off it because I want to shift gears because you, you've well, got some, you wanna, let me, yeah, let me, go ahead. Go ahead. Off of that one. It, it could very well be after this crisis is over, we will have a more appealing story. We'll say how many of your friends lost their jobs in marketing and advertising and you know, custom suits, all of them. Well, none of my friends who do insurance lost their jobs. So I think yeah. we might have a really nice story. I like that. And then, so that, and that plays, that's a great, thank you for segueing into my next point. Anita. I appreciate that. The $20 is on, is, is in the mail. Uh, <laughs> but the, but the next point is I want to talk about now let's talk about the efficiency in the agency and how agencies can run, um, not not necessarily during but but like long term now as as we could have had this conversation in in 2019 and it would have been similar but now i think what's happened is we've smashed everybody in the face with technology being that important so your specific i think area of expertise here is efficiency within the agency within the business because i i think of you as an insurance person but 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 business, you're a business person. Right. So I want to talk about efficiency and the reasons that it not, I mean, the reasons behind it and the reasons why it's so crucial, especially as our normal is now, you know, it isn't the same normal it was a year ago and it might continue to change, but, but talk to me about efficiency and the reasons behind it. Well, you know, obviously the more efficient you are, you got to reduce your expense. So your bottom line is going to go up and, and every fine agency is looking at that maybe the difference between my firm and other firms is I actually started behind the desk. So I understand the workflow. I understand where the trigger starts for that workflow, where it ends and every point in between. And one of my hobbies is technology. That's why I built the human equation. And I've for years been looking at um, workplace solutions. So we even had a, um, a prospecting tool. It's retired now because people got with the program that communicated with another CRM. And that's all from me trying to find those points in the process that are manual, that I'm hoping we can automate. Right. And it is, it is constant. Every struggle we go through, it's, I know there's a solution, let me figure it out. And sometimes we fall flat, you know, sometimes we fall flat, but um, that's why we created this, this product quicker. I was looking for a faster way to document the client conversations, the emails, the suspense, and um, it's just, just part of who we are. And I think a lot of agencies are doing now. And, you know, COVID, although we, I don't want to talk about COVID, I think a lot of agencies right now are learning how to work remotely, right? So they're mm -hmm. playing with all kinds of software solutions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to, when they finally come back to their office, I think some are going to go by the wayside and others are going to be incorporated into workflow. And I think agencies are going to become that much more effective. And the trigger to it was this worldwide pandemic. We're going to learn how to be really efficient. 
I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think the silver lining of all of this, and, and that's a tough thing to say with as much negativity as surrounding not only the, the health and the economy and everything that goes, that's going on with this pandemic, but I think the beauty of it is it's kind of that wake up call for a lot of people that have been sort of living high on the hog, you know, making it, making their money, living that, you know, that lifestyle business. And then all of a sudden, boom, the world changed. And I think it's not only does it give an upper hand to those that were already tech savvy and moving in the right directions to remote access to using, using tools like quicker and, you know, all of these great softwares that are out there to, to get, to get out in front of things and fight that good fight. Cause we, you know, we are, we are in, we're at, at war with the, the Geico's of the world on the personal line side and the, and the aggregators or the, the acquisition giants that are taking over the small agencies. So there's so many ways that you can make your agency not only better, but more efficient and quicker. So, so you, you mentioned some things that, that from being on the other side of the desk that, that are very important that people are using to put into workflows. Dig into like two or three of those for me. Just say, okay, if you were doing this, you could then make your days easier. Talk to me about that for a minute. Uh, relative to the quicker product? Or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, you created the quicker product because of the problem. So really it's yeah. whatever that problem is that okay. you're solving. So, so, the, so I'll state the problem as follows. Um, we, we actually had a very large uh, claim reported to us and the uh, senior account executive was out of the office when it was reported. So the lawyer um, of the firm, our client company said, hey, I need the application that was signed for the crime policy. We want to make certain all our ducks are in a row. We have a major crime claim here. And uh, I sent what I thought was the signed document. And he said, this is not the final document I signed. Um, I went to the assistant and I said, get me the right application. We sent them the wrong one. I'm so embarrassed. She sent me a second one. He calls me and goes, this is the wrong one too. Oh no. We call the AE, the senior AE. Where the heck is the signed application? Oh, maybe it's in my sent folder. Mm. And I said to him, what the heck are you talking about? You know the rule, you know the SOP, everything goes in AMS 360. And he said, I don't have the time to get everything in. I pick up the phone, the phone, I hang it up, I get an email. I hang that up, I get a text, I pick up the phone. When do you want me to do this? And of course, you know, I'm the boss. I said, you know, you are an exempt employee. Why don't you work more than 37.5 yeah. hours? Yeah. Instead of harassing him, because we know the way of the world now, uh, we built a technology that allows you to access basically the entire activity area and contact area of AMS 360. Uh, we call it a virtual gateway. So right, it happens to be in the Outlook ribbon, but it's really not just a plugin because you could do much more than attach an email or multiple emails. You can, you're on the phone with a client, quick notes with this little click on this icon in mm -hmm. Outlook. All the notes are in the system. The suspense is set up. Uh, an email comes in, somebody says, no, I don't want that flood insurance after all. I open up this little quicker button. I write, doesn't want it, close it, close out the suspense. That's all happening in two, three, four seconds directly from Outlook. So that navigation into AMS is largely limited to looking up policy information, teeing up a renewal app, maybe claims data, but all, you know, 80% of the day is being handled directly from Outlook. And it's saving us about an hour and a half, two hours a day per person in time, allocating that time. Wow. Importantly, it is reducing the ENO risk tremendously because it's so easy to get this documentation in. 
And Quicker also has a little audit feature where it tells you at the end of the night, you look in your inbox, if there's a check mark and a footnote, or it's not, we also have a system where any addressed emails can go into a subphone or automated. So everybody leaves at the end of the night, inbox is clean, they move on, wake up the next morning, start all over again. We do not in our firm like the inbox being used as a to-do list. Yes. And you know, you could end up with 30, 40, and that's how they get lost. So we built it and only because of that very embarrassing. Yeah, right. Well, and and you're when you say that, I mean, I was an agency owner. There's agency people out there that are like, we've had things like that happen. So you, you, everyone that listens to this program knows that I am not at all in the 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 business of pumping products and advertising, but I love what Quicker does. I think that it's one of those things that just, I mean, like you said, if you gave if you gave every one of your employees, if you're listening right now, and you gave every one of your employees an hour plus back a day, how much more could they get done? How much more time could they spend speaking to customers and doing insurance things instead of busy work? I, I, I've said that about, you know, I've said that ad nauseum, that that is just something that drives me nuts is the paper pushing. It's not really paper anymore, but it's the, it's like the, it's the text, it's email. It's where does it go? Put it in the, put it in the system, do that. So I, and, and the cool thing about quicker, if you are a Vertifor customer, it is an orange partner. So uh, go to the Vertifor website, go to the orange partners. You can find them also. Anita, how do, how do people find quicker through, is it, what's the website for quicker? Oh, it's it's www. W simply S I M P L Y quicker Q U I K E R dot com. Got it. That is simply quicker. And Anita, thank you so much for your time. I think that this has been really informative and just a good conversation for people to hear. I think the topics that we touched on efficiency in the agency, it got people thinking, talking about women in our industry, I think is super crucial right now. I loved, I love your story. I think you should still be writing. If you're not, I think that's a passion that you probably still do on the side. I hope. Um, but thank you for being on. I'm going to finish the way I always finish, which is asking this question. We're going to, we're going to record this next little bit. We're going to bury it in a time capsule. Someone's going to dig it up here in a month, in a year, whenever they dig it up. What is Anita Byers? One big piece of advice for the insurance industry. One big piece of advice for the insurance industry, I would think is uh, probably never stop innovating, which I think they already have that message. Uh, we are, insurance is a, you know, a love hate with every consumer. So we've got to not, we, we've got to spread the message of, uh, you know, we offer more than just a premium, you know, an expense. And I think we've got to create innovative messages and bring additional value to them. And a lot of the companies are doing it. Never stop innovating. I love that. So Anita, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hopefully this was interesting and people will listen the whole way through. <laughs> I hope so too. Thanks everybody for tuning in again. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. If you have any ideas for upcoming guests or ideas for one of the insurance, send me a direct message. I respond to every single one. And don't forget to subscribe and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.